And welcome back to Wake Up Memphis here on the Mighty 990 1079 FM. My next guest called the weather outside eerie. <laughs> it's nice though. He's a scam tracker, not a storm tracker, but I certainly agree with you. It is eerie outside. It's windy. It is. But it it's is. warm. It's almost 70 it's degrees yeah. outside. It feels great, but it's just not right. <laughs> exactly. Okay, we're looking at 80 degrees today. With that, though, we will see thunderstorms rolling in just after lunchtime. So if you are heading out today, definitely grab an umbrella. All right. So. My next guest, you guys know him. He joins us every Wednesday. Daniel Irwin, Public Relations Director for the Better Business Bureau here in the Mid-South. You sent me a message saying there is an uptick in a trend of a scam that is targeting a whole group of people. Yeah. Grandmas, grandpa, but then more seriously, and we'll jump into two different stories young teenage boys and teenagers at large. Yeah, so we call it a sextortion scam, and there are several different versions. Now, the the, the version I'm out warning about today is one where you get a, a phony email. It's an email, and it's, it's, it's worded. It's got scammer grammar, and essentially it's going to say that they've hacked into your computer and they've found videos of you or they've taped videos of you or they've seen your web history and, you know, there's pornographic material, and it's blackmail. Unless you pay them in Bitcoin... They're going to expose you and they're going to there's there's all sorts of vulgar things that they've got on you and they've been watching you and yada, yada, yada. Right. And if you don't pay them in Bitcoin, they're going to expose you and they're going to have an old password of yours. Right. We always talk about data breaches and why they're important. Right. Well, you know, that's how that's how uh, scammers get your password. So what they do is they, they attach an old password from maybe 10 years ago that they got in a data breach. Right. And it's supposed to make you think that it's real. And in reality, they don't have anything on you, but your mind starts to think, right? You're like, oh man, I, I did go to that site. Oh, you know. And so what we find is a lot of people actually pay the ransom knowing that there's no video or anything, but they're, they're just so ashamed that it might get out or that, you know, whatever is going to happen is going to happen. And so what happens is these emails actually go out all the time. They're nothing new, but usually your spam folder catches them. Mm -hmm. So when they do get through your spam folder and you actually get it, um, you know, and you engage, let's just say that you just, you send an email back or, you know, you just engage, that's when the pressure starts, right? And that's when it becomes more and more believable. So um, it's nothing new, but, but the problem is, is for whatever reason, technology has gotten better. They're able to get it through your spam folder now and, and people are getting it and they're falling for it at an alarming rate. So he's not just citing some national statistic. It's actually happening right here in Memphis. Here's a 77 year old Memphis woman. Speaking to Fox 13, she was the victim of this type of scam. Take a listen. Just out of the blue, one afternoon, I got an email from an unknown source, and so I clicked on it. I knew that I did not have any information of that nature on my computer that would put me in jeopardy in any way, so I just ignored him. And probably a lot of people do have at least one or two pictures out there that they might prefer not to have publicly disseminated so in that moment say you are one of those people out there that maybe have one or two photos daniel you don't want the whole world to see what is the first red flag that you actually are being scammed is it the bitcoin well yes i mean there's so many red flags but again it's it's designed to to inflict shame upon you but but red flag number one it's an email you know and you you can see that the scammer grammar red flag number two we've hacked into your computer blah 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 Red flag number three, right? Bitcoin. Um, 
and, and the emails are really long and they're rambling and you can tell they're not written by somebody that's here in America. So once you actually see the email, right, that it's designed to get your attention. But the biggest red flag is the old password. Mm-hmm. That, that, that to me would be the biggest red flag. But again, you get these emails. I bet if you were to go in your spam folder right now, Ben, you would probably, if you went back, you'd probably see four, five, six, eight. Where they get you is when you respond to the email, right? Then they know they've got you. And that's when the pressure comes in. And that's when they're like, oh, we've got you, blah, 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 blah. And then they start doing the research. Once you've responded, then they've got your name. They've got your old passwords. That's when they start going to your social media accounts, right? Because they've got, this is a team of people working in a call center somewhere. So when you respond to that email, they've got your name. They go on your social media accounts. That's when the the con starts. That's when they start really trying to make you believe that it's real. So again, these scams are designed to, to instill fear in you and shame. And I, I don't think I'm breaking any news. We all probably look at things on the internet that we don't want other people to know about, right? I mean, that's pretty yeah. common, right? If we lined up 10 people and we said, hey, pay us Bitcoin right now, we're going to expose your browser history. Um, a lot of us might be tempted to pay. You right. know? Yeah, exactly. And I think it's important because you said a lot of times good, decent people may be like this 77-year-old Memphis woman that says, I know there's nothing on yeah. my computer, but it's the shame mm-hmm. that just doesn't want them to even reach out to, say, even a partner or say, hey, I think I'm being scammed because there's just so much shame wrapped up in this. I'll give you a prime example. Uh, about three months ago, we dealt with an elderly woman that got one of these emails and she freaked out and she just responded. She's like, no, or something like that. She was trying to defend herself. She's like, right? I'll give you my will. She was like, not. she was like, no, this is a scam. And it was something something benign like that. Well, that's when it started. That's when the pressure campaign started. And she, had, she was on Facebook. The people went to her Facebook page. She had been posting stuff about her church. They found out where they, she went to church and in an email they sent, well, I don't care whether it's true or not, but we've got video of something and we're going to send it to your church members if you don't pay us. And so she paid it. Oh my God. So again, you know, it's not real, but, but when you respond to these things, that's when the pressure campaign comes on. So again, you know, a lot of people end up paying it knowing it's not real, but you know, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's very shameful. And, and there's an uptick in that. There's yeah. also an uptick in another sextortion scam, right. very similar in nature. This is actually targeting teen boys. And I want to play some audio. Yeah. This is Brian Montgomery. He's on Fox News two days ago. He's a father out of Mississippi. He lost a son due to a sextortion trend that we've talked about on this program targeting teen boys. He explains on Fox how this happened in the first place. Take a listen. The, the scam was they send a message. They, in this case, they used Instagram. They send a message and say, hey, you know, I know somebody you know, pretending to be a young girl. And I mean, obviously a very attractive girl. And, and this particular one was a little more advanced in that they tried, they got, they convinced Walker to open a, um, a video chat kind of like a FaceTime, like we're on right now within Instagram. Well, uh, that proceeds to follow nudity between Walker and this person he thinks is just a regular girl that he thinks he has some connection to. And on the other side of that, they're actually videoing Walker. Mm-hmm. And so my best way to describe it is imagine a very embarrassing sexual you know, event for yourself or anybody in the audience, and that's on video for everybody to see. So. That led, obviously, once once that was over with, they came right back to Walker asking for $1,000, and 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 the information we collected shows that it, the, the pressure Walker was under was unbearable. 
um, to the point that during this exchange, Walker finally tells them, hey, I'm going to commit suicide. I'm going to kill myself. And they respond with, go ahead, because you're already dead. I mean, it's just heartbreaking. Yeah. And it's a completely different type of scam because in this case, there is actually sexual imagery right. that they're able to use. Turns out FBI linked this all the way to Nigeria. Yeah. And the suicide rates are, are, are sky high. And those are the ones we know about. Just think of just think of all yeah. the kids out there, the boys or, or the young men out there that are dealing with, you know, with, with this that don't ever say anything. Yeah. You know, or, or you know, I mean, it's and then again, it, it also goes back to if you pay, they're, they're, it's not going to be over. Right. Yeah, like that video is out there. They're just gonna, it's, it, it, yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's horrible. It's it's a uh, so it's a scourge. Brian Montgomery, his advice, and I know you're a parent as well, and you're also an expert in scams and sextortion trends, so I'll get your advice. But his was don't allow your children, especially if they're in these vulnerable ages, times in their lives, to be in their bedrooms alone, especially at yeah. night with their phones, without supervision, because they may not be capable of understanding the dangers on the other side of an iPhone. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it. I think it goes back to supervision, right? You, you've got to. Um, you, you've got to be watching what your kids are doing. But when they're fifteen or sixteen, right? Like, I mean, there are ways to hide all that. And then they're at school, and they're they're on other computers, and they've got accounts on on social media platforms. And so they're they're always being targeted, just like we're always being targeted on the phone, and we're always being. Tar I mean, we're always being targeted. Teenage boys are too. I mean, everybody is. Our kids are being targeted. They're being subjected to this. And think about it. They've grown up in a world where this is normal. Like for me, it wasn't normal. We didn't have cell phones when I was a teenager, right? Like we didn't, we weren't bombarded 70, 80 times a day with false things and people trying to take advantage of us, you know, uh, in cyber. But, but kids today are literally growing up with this threat. Yeah. Um, and it's, you know, as parents, we, we have to adapt yeah. to that. It's just sick. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that story is really twisted dark. Um, for those that feel like they've seen an email like this or down the road to prevent right. something like this, where do they take these concerns that they may have? So if you get an email like this, you, you really shouldn't freak out. I recommend everybody go through their spam folder, and I'm sure that you'll see one like it. Delete them. Don't respond to it. Remember, if they had something on you, they would they would send it to you. Uh, it's 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 designed and, and the email scheme. Now I'm I'm not talking about the other one. I'm I'm talking about the email scheme, right? Yeah. Um, it, it's it's designed to instill fear and shame. They don't have anything on you. If they did, they would lead with that. But um, the best, the worst thing you can do is respond. The best thing you can do is delete, and then um, you know, tell somebody about it. Report that it's out there. You know that that the only way that this becomes. We have to talk about it. Yeah, absolutely. It, because if we don't, then people are going to be ashamed about it. Absolutely. And it could save some lives Yes, as well. Daniel Irwin, Public Relations Director for the Better Business Bureau of the Mid-South. Thank you, my Thank friend. Thank you. See you and, next week. Uh, stay safe out there in that eerie weather. <laughs> and uh, we'll talk to you in a week from now.